Welcome to Help Me, I'm a Teacher, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being in the classroom. We'll look at teacher dilemmas, SOSs, and questions that you might have that you're just too embarrassed to ask. I'm Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 2 teacher, and I'm joined by fellow Year 2 teacher, Mark Tomlinson. Here's how the podcast works. We'll look at two Help Me submissions each episode, have a look at some of the news around education, and just generally have a bit of a catch-up about teaching at this time of year. So, if you need a bit of help, advice and guidance from expert teachers well you're in the wrong place but we'll try our best should we get started let's get started this podcast is sponsored by the tiny plastic duck company <laughs> the tiny plastic duck company mark interesting no what, what could that be about no idea what but i'm looking forward to finding out absolutely i mean i would normally ask you at this point about a, a catch-up of your week. Mm. And I guess that is relevant to that. So let's avoid that particular topic of tiny plastic ducks for now. Yes. And come back to I don't know, anything else that's happened this week. It's his first week back um, yep. after a cheeky little week off in yeah, February. It was nice. 10 days, better report writing day. Chucks in on the end. How yeah, we done? very nice. Uh, so, right, here's the thing about reports, <laughs> Mr. Tomlinson. You've, you've, Are you going to do the... that Rishi Sunak thing where you don't answer the question? <laughs> no, I will. You've, have you done them all? I have. Okay. The, we are recording this on a Thursday where the deadline is Monday. Now, I'm not willing to disclose how many I've done, but what I will say yeah. is that they will all be done by Monday. They will okay. all, they, I will meet that deadline. That's the deadline date, yes. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so. I think my issue with report writing and procrastination mm. is that I, I am really bad for it. I do procrastinate a lot. But the work always gets done, even if it's an all night. Up, the work always gets done. Yeah. So basically, I never learn my lesson no. because I they're always handed <laughs> in on time. Is that what kind of student you were? Did you? Yeah, I was. I was deadline for you. Four a.m. in the library, mm. eating chocolate covered coffee beans. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of Red Bull. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but how has your week been in in general? Uh, yeah, it's been good. Uh, big news from uh, our favourite pupil, Darren. Love Darren. People remember his, his grand juicy, sadly. Grandma juicy, probably passed, passed away, away apparently. <laughs> uh, you and I were on playground duty Tuesday morning. Kate rocked up to us. Mr. Thomas and Mr. Firth, guess where I'm going? Where are you going? Turkey. Turkey? Oh, really? Going on holiday? No, I'm going for my teeth doing. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both like looked at each other, looked down at him and went, what do, you, what do you mean going for your teeth doing? I had this vision of him coming back with his jewels in his teeth. <laughs> I had, I had more sort of like the solid white veneer, <laughs> almost like a gum shield. Yeah. Sort of so straight <laughs> and so white. And at the minute as well, it was maybe because he's got a really <laughs> wobbly tooth. That's the knee. So he said, I said, he says, I'm gonna I'm getting a brace. I says, you don't get a brace at your age. They're milk teeth. They don't you don't need a brace for them. And then did he say then, oh no, it's my dad. It was, it's, it's my dad, it's my dad. Like he'd find it'll be walk away thinking one of these is gonna land one day. They're gonna believe one of these things. Yeah. He walks off and foiled again. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other favourite bit of this week, so I I've probably mentioned this before on this on this new podcast or previous podcast, but I run Forest School at the infant school where we both teach and during half term we uh received and had installed two water butts. You did a very uh, good job at uh, managing to sort of fundraise, but yeah, put the feelers out. And, absolutely yeah, did. did got, them, got them both uh, for free, and yeah. they 
So our great caretaker, Mr. Huron, he installed them both for us over half term. And when you asked him to <laughs> install the water buttons, could you just uh, <laughs> could you just paint a picture of what his response was? Oh, I'm knackered. I can't do that, Mr. Thomas. I'm knackered. <laughs> oh, put on my list. Put on my list. Anyway, so, um, but anyway, so. Anything so, to hear your Mr. <laughs> impressions. So, I do other impressions as well. You just have to. Uh, <laughs> available to a book for weddings and birthday parties. Um, and if there's any uh, TV show uh, producers out there who want to do a. Who's, I'm not going to make you do it. No, but who, don't. who's your best? Who do you think your best celebrity impression could be? You're asking loaded questions. So right. Ridiculous. Anyway, so so anyway, one of the water boats is put right next to the woods because one of the things the children like to do in the woods is do mud kitchen. They like to make forest school soup and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But the problem is, up until the water boats were installed, the tap for us to get the children with water was round the corner from the woods. It was a good few minute walk away. And it always meant myself or my colleague, Mrs. S, who runs forest school with me, would have to leave the woods and go off and collect the water. Yeah. So we've got this water butt installed now right next to the woods, next to the gate where you go in. So yesterday I said to the children, the first group of children who were down with the water butt there said, today, if you need water, Mrs. Seaborn, no, I don't need to go and get it for you. You can go and help yourself. Here's how you work the water. A little tap at the bottom, turn it towards the playground. You'll get water, turn it towards the woods, turn it off. Okay, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So we went off, played hide and seek like we do at the start of forest school. Then I said, right, you've got a little bit of free time now. You know what you can... Every one of them went for a pan, right? <laughs> Not everybody goes for a pan in forest school, but every one of them all rushed to the waterfall, right? Like bees round, honey, all of them, <laughs> all there with this, putting the pans under and getting filling it with water. But then they were just coming back <laughs> <laughs> just pouring it in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, there was one lad, he had his wellies underneath and he was washing them. And I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm cleaning my wellies. I said, we've got another hour in the woods. I'm just going to get muddy again. It was constant. It looked like a swamp by the end of it. <laughs> so I, so I, and I found myself getting a little bit irate about it until Mrs. Seaborn pulled me to one side. She went, it's rainwater, that. It's wastewater anyway. What are you worried about? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as if we're wasting water. It's just rainwater. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> fair point. But, so, but honestly, that's all they did for an hour. They just filled the buckets, <laughs> came back in, tipped it out, <laughs> went back in, did that. So I'm going to have to think of something to stop them from doing that. Ultimately, the they're simple creatures. They are way. simple creatures. <laughs> Pouring water it's on God. It's a small delight. And uh, creating loads of mud in the forest so yeah. they could splash in and, uh, you know, and they were having the time of their lives. But yeah, they, they were my two highlights. What about your good self? I, I mean, I've had a few, but I, I feel like I need to go back to a story that I, it's a story that I mentioned in passing on the last podcast and I don't think it would be fair to not elaborate on it any further. No. Um, because the story that I very briefly mentioned was about a child when she came in on a Monday and I was, as you do, you greet your children and if one's sort of hanging around, it's like, how's your weekend been? We'll call her Sally mm. for the point mm -hmm. of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Sally, what, how's your weekend been? Uh, yeah, great. I got a new hamster. Fantastic. Yeah. And now I knew because she'd done show and tell very recently that she already had a hamster mm. called Daphne. And so I was like, oh, brilliant. What have you named it? Daphne. And so mm, you've already got a, a hamster <laughs> called Daphne. 
I did. Right, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to push further with this, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, I did. I'm like, what do you mean you did? Something happened. She went, I'm really casually. Like, I wouldn't have kept pushing, because I did question her quite a lot, but if, if she'd have looked upset, she wasn't. She really wasn't bothered. She just went, yeah, my dog ate it. Like, <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> yeah. Your dog, your dog has eaten your hamster. Yeah. I said, right, firstly, how has that happened? Left the cage open. We went out. Fine. All right. Fair enough. Um, and I said, how did you know, how did you know that it, the dog had eaten it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because if it did eat it whole, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you know. It's went, oh, there were just a few bones left. And I was like, oh, oh I did it again, straight, but not bothered. So like, oh no, what a shame. It's like, what did you, so what did you do with it? Did you have a little mm. service, mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. She went, uh, yeah, we buried it in the garden with all the other pets. <laughs> and again, like, is it, mm, what? So <laughs> what do you mean all the other pets? She went, all the other pets that we've had to bury, we put, we put it next to them. And so I just thought, I was going to ask, how many pets have you had to bury in your garden? <laughs> and I'm not joking. She looked down at her fingers and started <laughs> counting on her fingers. Like, off. one, two, mm. three, four. Like, proper pulling it over. She looked at me, she went, four or five. And so I was just like, looking over at my TA going, could you just, um, <laughs> just nip to the office, get the RSPCA on the yeah. phone. I don't think Daphne, too, is safe. <laughs> but really just not fussed at all. Like, proper blase about it like it was just a thing just that a happened you know thing. you might ask yeah. some kids we've been up to the weekend i went to my grandma's yeah yeah and my dog yeah. ate a hamster <laughs> got a new one buried it in the garden with all the others it's fine it's just so desensitized to it because of the pet cemetery in their back garden yeah remember that i think we mentioned it on a previous podcast the the girl who was i think she was in emma's emma's uh, colleague emma's class who said she'd her cat had died in a Pizza. Room. I mean, this is yeah. I mean, this is. I feel slightly more harrowing than a yeah. dog eating <laughs> yeah, a hamster. Um, yeah. Now, interestingly, I sometimes still ha- will have contact with that child's mum because she's involved in yeah. school in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, the story was, and it was, I think it was Mrs. Bamford that told us this story. Oh. Our beloved, mm-hmm. beloved Mrs. Yeah. Bamford, um, that they were talking about. It might have been dealing with loss or grief or, or sadness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. about their feelings and mm-hmm. things like that. And this girl had said, the disclosed, I guess, to Mrs. Bamford at the end of a lesson separately. Mm. Like, oh, my, my cat died. I think they must have been talking about something to do with grief. Yeah. My cat died. Now, you know what kids like. We know what Darren's like. Last week, he'd heard that someone else's grandma has yeah. died. So his grandma, Juicy, grandma Juicy had, passed away. He had passed away, yeah. sadly. Oh, and right. so kids yeah. are a bit like that. Mm-hmm. So I think... And quite often you have it, a child might be like, oh, my, my dog died. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was two yeah. or something, yeah. like ages ago. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, that's still really yeah. sad. Yeah. But. <laughs> and so I think she was probably thinking more along those lines, oh, she's had a cat that mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened? <laughs> she went, well, we were doing some baking and we'd opened the oven <laughs> to take something out. <laughs> and then let, like, left the oven on and then closed the oven. Uh, after a little bit crawled. with the other slender, yeah. apparently the cat had crawled in and they'd they'd baked, they'd cooked <laughs> their cat. And again, I just the thing about that story is it sounds so unbelievable. Yeah. But apparently, and I, I would from what I know of the child as well, back this up, the child is just a believable child, you know, yeah, not yeah. someone that would just She's not a Darren. No, <laughs> no, no. And but I, I'm so I'm desperate. I see the I'm to ask mom. see this mom once a term. 
maybe. And every now and again, I get so close to going, can I just ask you? Can I just check? Definitely should. Uh, but, I just, I, but I don't know what if it might be really traumatic. Yeah, maybe yeah. she was she making might, it up. I just might be in counselling over it. Yeah, so I don't. Might trigger something. Yeah, <laughs> be careful. Give that wide berth, possibly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, let's get on to our first help me submission. Sent anonymously, and actually, quite, so quite often, people will send like a help me in a snappy little line and then go into more detail. Mm-hmm. This person hasn't just nope. gone, help me. My class can never find the glue stick lids. It, 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 it felt like when I got it, just the, 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 the writings of a teacher at the end of their tether, I yeah. think, just like the, yeah. <laughs> almost like they were trying to pack up after playtime. The kids went outside and then gone, right, I'm just going to send this message because someone must have some ideas how to keep these freaking glue sticks attached, lids attached to the glue sticks. It is a common, anyone that has ever taught, I think, in a school, will empathize mm. with that glue sticks in general but particularly the lids always go missing yeah how are you with 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 things like that have you got any top uh, tips no nothing <laughs> no i'm seven eight seven years into my teaching career and it still happens they do just sort of vanish just like it literally yeah. vanish as well like yeah. you know sometimes they're having a bit of a child look yeah i'll look and i think they are fully like in another dimension yeah they've been some sort of space-time <laughs> continuums opened up yeah. around this glue stick lid. Yeah, for a little time, I some every now and then a glue lid will turn up, up. and See. then I keep that on the side of my desk. So you like save a little it. Bank yeah, yeah, yeah. Of glue lids. I've started to do that with glue sticks yeah. that run out. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah, I'll keep. Ah, uh, it's a good idea. Actually, keep the lid. yeah. I saw one. I think it was about glue sticks actually, but about the whole glue stick rather than the lid. But um. They, this teacher had given names to all their glue sticks and then right. either given it to like the table or yeah. each individual Here's child. Charlie the glue stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if um, it gets to like playtime and they're looking around, they'd be like, stop, I can't find Gladys. Uh, and so right. that everyone, like because they've got so a name they, attached So to therefore they they would hunt with more... Yeah, it's more. It'd be more important to them to find it. Yeah, personified this. Yeah, yeah. This glue stick. Maybe that's the way. Unless it's the girl that's got. She'd name her glue stick Daphne. She wouldn't care. She'd just just was buried in the garden with the rest of them. (laughs) Can you remember? Just while we're on the subject of glue sticks, just before the pandemic hit, we uh, I think it was it was YPO did this. They'd set up this recycling, like an initiative, recycling initiative, and yeah. they'd and and uh, one of our members of the office team had emailed me and said, "Oh, would you be interested in getting involved in it?" I said, "Oh, that sounds great. That sounds you know a really good idea. Thinking about sustainability and all that kind of stuff, recycling." And so I said, "Yeah." And then anyway, she emailed me back a couple of days later. She says, "Oh." They were only offering it out to 10 schools as an initial trial. But what they've said is, if it's a success, they'll roll it out. And where on the list for it to be rolled out? They said, so what they've suggested is, just yes. put them in a bin and save them. them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we started doing it. And one huge bin turned into a second huge bin. Yeah. Outside your classroom. Outside my classroom. 
and then the pandemic hit and then everything stopped, yeah. didn't it? And then, but people were still coming and back. I, I, do you know what? I'll admit, I was guilty of this. I'm not to the pandemic, well, what, like 2020, like probably to 2022. Someone's, I mean, the glue stick's not working. You could chuck it in that bin outside class 12. <laughs> it's, like, it's not been a thing for about yeah. two or three years. And eventually, I think I asked, um, uh, Helen from the office team I says can you just get back in touch with YPOC if they still the plan is to still continue with it anyway they, they were like no, absolutely not <laughs> to chuck two massive bins of <laughs> bloom sticks in the bin outside <laughs> I think it is difficult and glue sticks are a, a precious commodity mm. aren't they in school we, we've spoken I think on a, on a on a very early episode of our other podcast mm-hmm. Hands Up about how at our school it's a bit like to go and find an extra glue stick is a bit like um, being Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah. where you've got to really carefully sort of sneak into somewhere. And they are closely guarded, aren't they, by our resources manager. Yeah. And you, so you've got to sneak in at a time where she's not there. Yeah. Some, wear a coat with big pockets. <laughs> but it's like, you imagine that scene um, where he's really carefully trying to get this statue or this jewel and replace it with something of a similar weight and all the traps happen. It's like that, like trying to go and get an extra three glue sticks on my class is like a proper mission. It is like a proper mission. Um, And I tell my class that I'm like, look what you've done. I'm going to have to go and get my cowboy hat on, get my whip. (laughs) (laughs) in the wilderness come back with like an arrow sticking out of my arm <laughs> I've got a three glue stick <laughs> yeah come back triumphant so I, I would let's go for an official tip then an official yeah. tip when the glue sticks run out keep the lid and have a little keep, draw have a little draw for your lids spare lids yeah a little basket or something I think we're three episodes in We've actually given someone a good piece of advice. <laughs> right. I need to find like some a sort of klaxon sound of her here. Go us. Okay, on to some school news now. Now, we do this podcast for teachers, obviously, and for I would say for any teacher, anyone that works in education, and of course, I, from what I've heard, Mr. T., people who who don't work in schools still enjoy listening which is lovely lovely to hear so anyone that's been involved ever in education i think might enjoy it um however i do think we speak from a place of certainly primary school and Mm -hmm. for us we're in infant school so it tends to be key stage one Mm -hmm. and so this one is more uh, aimed at secondary school i think so um i'll i'll do the news for it um but what i sort of said to you off air was I have an opinion on it as a teacher, as a yeah. human, as a person. Yeah. Um, but I think the the views of secondary school teachers, first and foremost, are probably more relevant. Yeah. And they have to deal with this sort of thing day in, day out. But yeah. I think more for you, Mr. T, mm-hmm. as a parent of a high school aged yeah. child, and yeah. obviously you've another one that's now older, mm-hmm. um, you might have more to say on it. So the news is that ministers have confirmed plans to ban the use of mobile phones in schools yeah. in England. Um, teaching unions say that the guidance includes practices that have already been adopted. Yeah. And that most schools have policies yeah. in place. But mm-hmm. um, So the article, I'll, I'll quote a few bits from The Guardian. So they've, they've confirmed plans to ban the use of mobile phones in English schools, releasing some guidance for head teachers. Um, that, yeah, as I said, some unions have 
said, well, this is already widely adopted. Um, some people have been welcoming the plan, saying it'll help give schools the confidence to make a change that would benefit pupils, but that might initially res meet resistance from parents. Um, the guidance isn't statutory, and it offers schools a variety of ways to implement the ban, for, uh, ranging from an order to leave all phones at home, to handing them in on arrival, or keeping them in inaccessible lockers, or allowing students to keep them on them, mm. uh, on the condition they are not used or heard. Yeah. Uh, Ofcom data says that 97% of children have a phone now uh, by the age of 12. Mm. And I think that's brought concerns on about not just distraction, but the potential for bullying and other social pressure. Um, your favourite and mine, Gillian Keegan, the Education Secretary, yeah. says that she believes that it would empower those yet to ban mobile phones and would send a clear message about consistency. She says, you go to school, you go to learn, you go to create those friendships, you go to speak to people and socialise, and you go to get educated. You don't go to sit on your mobile phone or to send messages whilst you could actually talk to somebody, she told BBC Radio 4. Um, so it's a 13-page document, this guidance, uh, a 13-page DfE guidance document, and it says a policy on phones should be clearly communicated to pupils with the reasons for it explained. Teachers should not be seen in schools using a phone except when necessary for work and that parents need to be involved in the ban. Um, with a reminder that they should contact students via the school office rather than directly. So there we go. I, that's, uh, mm. I think that's the long and thoughts, short of it. Jordan? I think there was, a line, there was a line in there which I think is clearly, for me, the most sensible and um, straightforward and common, common sense option, which was allowing students to keep them on uh, allowing students to keep them on the condition they are not used or heard. Yeah. That I, yeah. I don't I don't see how you mm. can potentially argue with that. I think it it alleviates a lot of anxiety because children are older at that age. They make their own way to school. Yeah. They make their own way back from yeah. school. And ultimately I, I know Gillian Keegan is saying, yeah, in school they're here to do this, but I, I think it's that that transition and that that I, my child is five years old, yeah. so I can't again. I can't he leaves really his mobile phone at home. He leaves his phone at home. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I let him put it in his book bag if he's got an after-school club. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would, as a parent, feel better knowing that he can contact me yeah. on the way or on the yeah. way back from yeah. school yeah. if he needed me. And I would one hundred percent agree with the fact that I shouldn't be using it. it shouldn't be switched on I don't think throughout the school day no. what are your thoughts on it I mean well, I'll start by saying you know this is the conservative party shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic <laughs> yeah. they know they're going down and they, they're just chucking anything now it's like I'd I, I yeah. read somewhere somebody referred to it as monkey tennis yeah right this whole like it's absolutely nonsense isn't it it's it's I read. I think I might have, might have been in the same article uh, that they said eighty percent of schools have already got, already got it. Already yeah, got yeah, it yeah. in place. Yeah. I say most schools have got something in place, a policy in place about mobile phones. Yes. What really got me was was Sunak saying how it was about kind of 
improving our children's education, helping to improve our children's education. And I, I saw him interviewed when he was saying it, and I thought, I'll tell you how we can improve our children's education. Pay teachers better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there isn't a recruitment crisis. Sort out all the buildings to yeah. make sure they're not falling down. That's how you improve education. Not by putting together a policy, probably by some spad who's bored <laughs> and thinking, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come up with this policy for schools about mobile phones. <laughs> it's absolute nonsense. It really is. And you're right. We're coming at it from an infant school point of view, but I have got a daughter who's in year nine at the moment and i asked her about it and i says what are your thoughts and she says well we can take our phones into class but they have to be either in our book bags or in our blazer yeah inside blazer pocket Fair. and she said and the way, way the teachers sit in all classes they can see all the children and she said they can at one point though she said she goes mr i can't remember his name now i don't want to name him anyway but she says <laughs> she says he can see under the desks if anybody's got their phone under the desk. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Well, he, can see, he can see under the desk. I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, and, you know... And, He's got a camera right underneath each, each child. Just to see if they're dicking about on the phone. Yeah. And she says, and, and she does say, she says, and I said, well, do, do children mess around on the phone? She goes, yes, yeah, some children do. They get them out and they, they're messaging and stuff like that. But as soon as they're caught, they're confiscated, taken yeah. off them and stuff. And... Yeah. and I'd, I, like I say, I don't know, and probably our secondary colleagues need to kind of give us a bit more of a kind yeah. of picture in regards to what it's like in secondary schools. But when when that news came out, and I thought, crikey, they are. This is the this is a sinking government who are clutching at straws, aren't they? Trying to you know whatever. Nobody listens to Gillian Keegan anymore, do they? We don't. <laughs> and and it's just and it, and I remember just thinking. This is utter nonsense. It is monkey tennis. It's inner city sumo, isn't it? It's rock climbing with Chaz and Dave, isn't it? It's all that stuff. It's yeah, nonsense. It is. And we're going to see a lot of it from now until October, November, aren't we? This kind of yeah. political point scoring yeah. and, and trying to... Yeah. It is, as unions have said, and as you've pointed out there, it is something that schools already have in place. And the 20% then that don't have a policy mm. in place, focus on them. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. don't you have a... Yeah. Why don't you have a policy on? Yeah, yeah. On but this, that, that that line that you read it gives them the power or the powers the, the confidence. Them. Yeah, I'm it did thinking, say confidence. If they can't, can't, if they're not empowered already as a, a leadership team in a high school, to, that, in yeah, that, to that, stuff, that shows the strength of their leadership. And you're probably thinking, <laughs> questioning, right? Well, if they can't empower or enforce that, then what else is going wrong in yeah, those? Absolutely, in those yeah, schools? absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I agree. And, and I, I don't have the breadth of experience in, in secondary. And I'm, I, I am sure that there are probably some schools um, that ha do probably have a real problem with it, mm. either from a bullying aspect or from just the children yeah. engaged in it. And I, and I don't doubt that. Um, I think it's more the announcement coming across as being useful yeah. in any way to anybody <laughs> that I think people mainly disagree with. I wonder, I wonder how it? many heads in secondary schools when they read it just went, shrug the shells. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our final help me submission is on behalf, I feel, Miss Tomlinson, yeah. of everyone in our school, yeah. which is help me. Someone is leaving tiny plastic ducks oh my God. all over school mm. who would do a thing it was us and um <laughs> i think it's probably worth <laughs> it's probably worth getting that out there now so mark and i the <laughs> um, 
the other night I approached, no, it was playtime, was it? I approached you and I said, not long after uh, Darren had told It was, it was that same playtime. What an eventful playtime that was. <laughs> the amount of content we came up with for this podcast during that playtime. Um, and I said, like, I've seen this thing where people leave loads of little plastic ducks everywhere, somewhere, like in an office up someone's houses. And I said, I've looked online and you can get like 100 of them, 120 of them, like eight quid. And you just immediately went, I'll send you four quid. <laughs> get them <laughs> this was tuesday by wednesday after staff meeting they were in my hand yeah. we, we yeah. were good to go, good to go. <laughs> so um if you have a look at either our podcast uh, x slash twitter page or any of my at mr firth socials on sort of instagram tiktok you'll be able to see a video of us at work um, distributing these ducks. Um, so Wednesday night... To a nice little jaunty tune, by the way. It is. I like, like that. that yeah. it's, it's a bit mm -hmm. of a, it's a TikTok thing. Um, and so we stayed late. So staff meet, people tend to leave sharpish, don't they, after a staff meeting? Because mm -hmm. it's, you know, after five and yeah. you just have to sit through something. So they, they, they all leave. And we, <laughs> we, we got to work uh, mainly with the staff room initially. And then we... We split up, cover more ground that way. You yep. did a few corridors. I did a few corridors. Yeah. Um, I managed to run. I managed to run into the head teacher's office and get yep. one in there. Mm -hmm. I felt very proud of that yep. one. And so we spent a lot of time. And I don't think uh, we were caught. No one knew it was us. No. Nope. So today, day of recording, the day after. Yeah. Monday. One of the first things that someone says in the staff room is. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have you been up to? Somebody came down to your classroom. I come to your classroom one night to, to ask for school council councillors to come and see me at lunchtime, and a colleague of ours walked down. She she pointed to us, went, "You two. And we, and we both went, "What went? What are you talking about? Ducks." <laughs> And like, what, what are you talking what about? Talking? What do you mean? And and ultimately, I've said this to you off air. Ultimately. It was a 99% chance that it was me and you because we're the only two <laughs> idiots in that school that would think of doing something like that. However, what I think we've done a really good job of today mm. is making sure people can't definitely say that it's us. No. And they can't. And I, this will be the first time. So we're recording this on a Thursday. This podcast will go out on a Tuesday. So yeah. you'll be listening to this mm. on a Tuesday or whenever it is after. And obviously once a podcast is out, a couple of people from work do listen to it. That's when I'll let the news filter out. We yeah. will, you know, deny it. Famously all the way it, up All the way through. But I think we've done a really good job of making sure that people can't definitely say it's yeah. us. Mm -hmm. And it's all today has been like an episode of The Traitors. <laughs> it has been incredible to watch people come up with these theories, to, to sometimes blame each other, to yeah. us pitting people against each other. My favourite was Mrs. <laughs> F going, um, so our school hall on a Wednesday is used for a Zumba. <laughs> and we did it late on, on Wednesday mm -hmm. night, and I was at school quite late this morning. And Mrs. F was like, well someone's definitely done it this morning because when I went to Zumba, I didn't see any. And I was like, yes, because people were saying, well, you two are some of the last to leave. And I was like, yes. And so people have been like, maybe it's not us. And so people have thought it's her because yeah. she was really excited yeah. about it. Yeah. It's just been chaos today. It, being in that, I'd love to have just been sat on my PPA all day in that staff room because it's all anyone's spoken about. Yeah. People it, obviously blaming us. <laughs> what I loved about it as well, is that no one's just gone, that's you, Jod. Yeah. Oh, that's you, Mark, definitely. Yeah. They've yeah. gone, 
It's you and Mark. You, oh, it's yeah, you and Jordan. Paired us together. I like that. One of, our, one of our colleagues came in and they went, it's a TikTok thing. So it's definitely not you, Mark, because you're too old for TikTok. <laughs> and I went along with it. I went, yeah, it's def- that's definitely a Jordan thing, isn't it? So at one point, we were blaming each other. but And, and it just went on and on and on, these conversations. So we've like, so there are 120, and we got rid of all of them. Yeah. We got rid of all of them. They've been in places like um, in the bottom of biscuit tins, mm. in random jars, on balancing on the top of picture frames, mm. on the top of TVs, on people's whiteboards, and people's speakers, mm. in really random drawers yeah. I'm pretty confident no one's going to open for another three months so when, you know, when all this has yeah. died down a little yeah. bit and yeah. all the well, ducks have moved one. someone in three months time is going to open that door like, oh, <laughs> underneath I don't know in, in tea and coffee caddies in the fridge <laughs> in a little egg box just oh, every, I mean it is like a little plague yeah. and every now and then I'll be walking down the corridor because I don't know where you've put no, some of no, them so half yeah. of them I don't know where they are yeah. I'll be walking and this little glimpse of yellow will just catch the corner of my eye and I'll just snigger to myself I think more than anything it's amused me more <laughs> two of my other favourite things today was where we and where we blat- we were blatant today I don't know if you picked up on it and it was at, we were in the staff room around playtime just after playtime and somebody said well how much are there and I went Eight hundred and twenty for eight quid. I know. I <laughs> spotted that, and you really. It, luckily, you said it to our colleague Emma, who wouldn't. Yeah, she wouldn't, wouldn't have clocked on. You know, no. she's like one hundred and twenty for eight quid. She might. She, I bet she'll be sat. She'll wake up tonight and go. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, then our colleague Audrey went. She, no, no, you can get more than that for eight quid. <laughs> yeah, so she saved you there. And then my other favourite one about today was our uh, colleague Kath. From Class Two, we love Two. Hello to Kath and her partner Paul, who likes to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, he, she said, she found one on her desk, and one of a boy in her class went, "I've lost my yellow duck." Because if just he <laughs> lost mine, that. oh, that's mine. So from class, um, one of the other classes. So we split mixed classes for phonics. So, like three or four of these children came in and were like, "How many ducks have you got in your classroom?" I was like, "What do you mean?" They, they went the Easter Bunny's been leaving ducks <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and I thought, right. <laughs> and they've just clearly come up with this. <laughs> it has been uh, the most fun, uh, yeah. honestly. And we're a day in, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this potentially develops over yeah. the next yeah. couple of days. Yeah. But yeah. it's been great. So I, <laughs> obviously the help me is help me someone is leaving tiny plastic ducks all around the school. Yeah. The response to that is, Soz, it's us. <laughs> Soz. Um, and I think it's the advice to any other people listening, any mm. other schools, mm. eight pound, Amazon, 120. If I were to do it again, I'd buy two bags. Two is definitely. In fact, there's nothing stopping me really getting anything on Prime. Come tomorrow. But I would highly recommend if you just want to create a little bit of buzz around the staff room yeah. in your staff, mm. just order 120 mm. tiny plastic because it has been. The most people have engaged with each yeah, other. People have I been think, chatting this year. to each other. It's been great, hasn't it? <laughs> so I think really it's good. a really quick little well-being yeah. win. I'm sure there's someone. There'll be we're a, we're a large staff. I'm sure out of the however many members of staff we have, I'm sure there'll be one. I'm sure there'll be one member of staff out there. Someone yeah. won't like it. No, but you know you can't please all the people all the time. I don't know. I you know, don't know who that person is, or even if indeed there one exists one. in our mm-hmm. school. But just a, a warning to other people yeah. doing it in their yeah. schools. Someone won't like it. I'm surprised yeah. you allowed me to do it with the sustainability yeah, thing. There's I'll, a lot of plastic. I won't let you buy another bag. 
I have, um, I did, I did tweet, I did tweet that it shows how many people follow me on social media because I tweeted to say I was doing it. Um, and I think people follow me like on Instagram and stuff like that, but not on Twitter mm. clearly because I basically said I've just ordered 120 ducks. Um, <laughs> and again, it's that thing, isn't it, on social media? <laughs> 98%. Yeah. Oh, what did I say at the first podcast? Nine out of 50. Uh, <laughs> eight, 99% of people, 98% of people were like, that's a great idea. Yeah. And some people saying they've seen something similar, or they've yeah. done something similar before. And of course, I've the got a couple sponge. of other people saying, I think we should be really worried about this from a sustainability angle. I'm like, really concerned. And I just think you can't, I understand the climate mm-hmm. cry. I mm-hmm. trust me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I know I'm on board with mm-hmm. it. If you just can't let people hide mm. 120 ducks, that joy mark that has been is priceless. 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 What do you put joy. it down? Do you think it was joyful? Or do you just think. <laughs> it's joyful for me. <laughs> so it meant a lot to me. And <laughs> you can't put a price on that. <laughs> you can't put a price. This is my therapy. When I recorded the. Um, so I, if, if you do check our socials and you see the video of it, mm. when I rec- recorded it, I was like knocking over pencil pots trying to prop my phone up. And you said to me, Are you okay, Jordan? Because I'm like on TikTok now. I've bought all these ducks. I've booked my first tattoo in for me. And you were just, Are you okay? And I was like, I don't, I don't think I am. No, and I said, Are you in a midlife crisis? And you went, Well, I don't think I'll live till I'm oh, past 70. So this will be my midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, well, people, I think when people talk about midlife crisis, as people talk like being in the 50s. It's like, yeah. oh, you're going to be lucky to live to 100. Mm. No, I, don't, I don't say that to their face. <laughs> but I just think in general, I think midlife crisis earlier. Yeah. So I think it's so 33. You're definitely having yours. I think I'm having, yeah, a midlife crisis. <laughs> so... <laughs> with that <laughs> I mean it's affecting everybody because now people have got ducks coming out of their ears so <laughs> it's everybody's problem not just mine <laughs> thank you for listening to Help Me I'm a Teacher if you have something you'd like help with or to get in touch about please use the Google form in the podcast description or on our X account which is at Help a Teacher Pod and we'll try and feature you on the podcast If you like the podcast, then please subscribe or if you're feeling really generous, leave us a review on your preferred podcast provider. The best thing you can do, though, is just recommend it to people that you think might enjoy it. So for now, it's own time. So get your coats, book bags, water bottles, tiny plastic ducks, stand behind your chairs, and we'll see you next time.